You're listening to the OKC82 Podcast with Brady Trantham and Madison Morris. You're listening to the OKC82 Podcast with Brady Trantham and Madison Morris. The best place for OKC Thunder basketball. A part of 1077 The Franchise Podcast Network. Welcome in, everybody, to another episode of the OKC82 Podcast. An exciting episode at that, just because, well, first of all, it's 12.15 at night, so we might be a little bit delirious. Who knows? You'll find out. But also, tonight was big here in Oklahoma City because it was the return of Russell Westbrook. The Houston Rockets came to town for the first time this season. Now, keep in mind, this is not the first time that these two teams have met this season, Uh, However, it was Russ's return to Oklahoma City, and man, oh man, was it a party to the max. Uh, The Thunder had this incredible tribute video. It was about two minutes long, welcoming Russell back, kind of commemorating everything that he did in his time here, and Thunder fans were just beside themselves. I'm pretty sure I saw people wiping away tears. It was just awesome. I mean, it was really cool. It was a very classy move by Oklahoma City. Obviously, we all saw that that was coming. So, yeah, just an overall really cool night. But what made it even cooler, if you are a Thunder fan, Oklahoma City roasted the Rockets tonight, rolling past them at 113-92. to They held the Rockets, pretty much the highest-scoring offense in the league, to a season-low 92 points with some incredible defense tonight. Um, Overall, just this was kind of exciting, especially if you are a Thunder fan, guys. And I know a lot of people were probably really pumped about this win. Take it away. There goes my old girlfriend. There's another diamond ring. And if all those late night promises, I'm getting really emotional thing. This is what happens. Isn't this what? Isn't this what it all? It's all about. This is basically like the best. So baby, what's the story? Did you find find another another man? man? Is it easy to sleep? In the bed that we made. Yeah, when you don't Brady. look back, I guess the feelings start to fade, fade away. away. Oh. That's oh, how man. everybody Basically, felt tonight. Podcasting that, at twelve fifteen. Honestly, I'm just right. Who is stop that? Podcasting. You know who that right is? Now. No, no idea. What do you are listen you to? Fuck. What do I? What, are you serious? Careful. What, what are you serious? What do I listen to? I listen to a lot of EDM. Oh God. What What is that? It's music. It's that one that's like beep, 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 Con- beep. contrary to popular belief. Electronic dance music. Mm-hmm. I listen to the house and specifically the tropical house subdivisions. So you're like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. no, I'm not really, uh, you know, dubstep. I would, I would describe yeah. that as the robot sex. That's Skrillex. That's stuff like that. Oh, I, I listen to like to Avicii, R.I.P. Cool. Chainsmokers. Okay. Um, Elenium, Cascade. Do you like Flume. Odessa? Yes, love, love Odessa. Odessa. Love Odessa. Big Odessa so, man. Cool. But anyway, <laughs> throwing some pop and some cl- some. Other rock. But. So basically, Ryan's saying he had no idea that Brady and I were just jamming to Aerosmith, my favorite band of all time. That's, that's Ryan Chapman, by the way. He's our he's been oh, on yeah, the podcast before. At Radio's Ryan. This yeah. is Ryan. Did I'm you, Madison. That's you, Brady. You didn't take my advice on the Twitter handle. No. See, here's the here's the thing. I'm making fun of Jerry with it. I love so, making fun of Jerry. At TV's Jerry. At Radio's Ryan. It, it solved two problems for me. One, since I work for more than one radio station, it's hard to just put some numbers in there and not offend somebody. But two, makes fun of Jerry. So Yes. Love that. Tell me what it takes to let you go. Man, so let's get let's get right into it. Um, the Thunder won. Everybody knows that. Russell Westbrook had a pretty good game uh, until he, like, he was having a very efficient game until he kind of didn't later in the game. But... 
Um, <laughs> they did. Uh, they did something unique tonight. So typically, um, after the game, we all like r- hurry into the the uh, podium room where we talk to Billy. And during the regular season, we then have to hurry into either locker room. So Madison and I typically li- typically go into the Thunder locker room, and then uh, Ryan, uh, if Derek Parker is also with us, we send you guys into the opposing locker room. And I thought tonight was just going to be like run of the mill, same. Like when Paul George and the Clippers came back, and Paul had his first game back in Oklahoma City, he had a, his scrum in the tunnel right outside the um, opposing locker room, and they decided to bring Russell Westbrook to the podium. Um, Loved that. Right after Billy. Yeah, it's it's much easier for us. So much easier. It was very confusing for us because the, the Rockets media people didn't really know what was going on either. So... Yeah, D- they'll be fine. DP and I were just waiting outside. We're just saying, like, okay, so we know that Russ is at the podium, but, like, do you still want us to hang out? Are you opening up the locker room? Is that just it? So, interesting first night. Yeah, and so... Russell comes to the... Uh, well, actually, he walks into the podium room for, like, a second and then he turns around and walks back out and is probably talking to somebody out there but part of me was thinking like all right he's he's trolling everybody he's doing his typical thing but then he actually gets to the uh old habits die hard then he actually gets to the, t- the to the podium and he starts answering questions and then i slowly realized he's crying or he's like really trying hard not to cry he was emotional. Like his eyes were watery and he kept like his, his voice, voice kept gone. cracking and gone and you could just tell, like, he was about to cry. Yeah. And I've got to say, like, there have been a few times where, like, in a media, media situation, we've seen, like, human emotions out of him. Uh, one of them I actually rare. wrote about earlier today was uh, when uh, Nipsey Hussle got, mm-hmm. was murdered. And then the next the next available scrum was, like, two days later, the day that he had the 20-20-20 game at that shoot-around. And Russell just shut down the question and then walked off. And mm-hmm. so that is a human emotion. He was sad. He yeah. was angry. You know, all those things. And we saw that. Typically, it's just a whole bunch of, uh, I don't want to be here. I don't care. Like, blah, don't blah, blah. Bye, bye. But, like, I've got to say, like, Russell said a lot of good things. He said um, the organization did a great job tonight. Um, Clay Bennett, Sam Presti, the, the tribute video, the fans were all great. And the thing that I guess everybody is, like, really hanging on to is, um, they did a good job of making me feel like I was home today, and I, I felt like I was home. Yeah. And so that's going to go right into the Thunder fans' hearts. But this game went about as well. I mean, we can talk more about Russ, but I'll just go ahead and get it out of the way. Um, this game went about as well for Thunder fans as it possibly could have. Russell had a really good game. He was the only Rocket worth a shit. Yeah. Uh, James Harden was awful. Terrence Ferguson did a good job on him. Nobody else decided to play. They were on the second night of a back-to-back. Oh, well. And then the Thunder won by 20. So it went about as well as you could possibly Ooh. want it to be. If you're a Thunder fan. Yeah. No, I totally agree. It definitely did because, like, the Thunder got it going real fast and real early. They got up to, like, a 22-12 lead at one time. And I think Thunder fans were just, like, beside themselves because it was like, wow, this team is actually really showing out right now. Guys like Danilo Gallinari, who was questionable to even play tonight, but then he had a hell of a game. And he was shooting so well. Terrence Ferguson, like Brady said, uh, he played some really great defense on James Harden, really shut him down, put a lot of pressure on him. And then guys like Steven Adams, he was being fed the ball a lot, so he was able to take care of the paint. Um, I thought that Dennis Schroeder, obviously, he did a great job. Chris Paul was just clutch as hell. He started pulling out some real, like, tricky, like, really cool moves. And it was kind of later on in the game when they were pretty comfortable and they were they knew, like, you know, we can take care of this game if we just keep playing like we're playing. 
And that's when he started getting a little crafty. And I love when players like Chris Paul get crafty because it just shows, like, I don't care that he's 34 years old. He's been in the league for for, forever. Oh, my gosh. But he can still pull out some moves. Um, Oh, my gosh. I don't even remember that one player who it was against. But he, like, threw, like, the ball, like, between some guy's legs or, like, behind his back. Oh, my gosh. It was so cool. And then he was able to get that mid-range floater. It was so beautiful. And I tweeted about it. He even acknowledged the crowd afterwards because he was like, yeah, I'm a badass. And then he went and sat down. And after uh, the game, I laughed a little bit because someone asked him about that moment. He was like, oh, I was tired. Like, I'd been playing so hard. I was tired. I was just trying to go sit down on the bench. And, hey, dude, you do it because you deserved it. He played so well. Honestly, this team just looked so well-rounded tonight. Um, I I don't know. I really enjoyed watching this game because there have been a lot of Thunder games where I thought they played very well. But it was just kind of like, oh, I'm bored. Like, nothing really great is happening. Uh, but we got to see a lot of, like, nostalgic things tonight. We saw Russell Westbrook screaming at officials at one point. I thought he was going to get teed up. And I was like, wow, this really is a great game. Then he ended up picking up five fouls with ten minutes left in the game. And I was like, wow, he's going to foul out in his return game. So this is just, man, a lot was happening tonight. Things were happening on Twitter. Things were happening in the yeah, arena. We will, we will, oh, we'll we'll we will get there. Get to that. We will get there. My God. Oh, my God. I, like, I, I said, I said this Thunder. game went about as well for Thunder fans, and I didn't even say that part. But we'll, yeah. we'll get to that later. Like, the game went well. Twitter went well. I mean, oh, my God. And then, Ryan, this is your first game. Like, how great of a first game. It's always like this, by the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the crowd is that raucous. I, I was actually, so we're obviously up in the uh, media area. And Good stuff. I think it's really funny that we're talking about how great this tribute video was. And it was great. First class. We had to watch it later to hear anything. Because from the second that the lights mm-hmm. went out and the Thunder fans knew that the tribute video was happening, it was literally deafening. deafening. Until they had to re-announce the starting lineups again because they tried to get through it really quickly. And the fans were still just on their feet, yeah, (laughs) chanting for Russ. And then they, the MVP chants broke out. It was just an electric atmosphere inside the peak. And it's like, I've been to a few games just normally, just as a fan. And it's never been like that. And I'm, as we may have discussed before, I'm no fan of the Thunder. I enjoy watching basketball. I enjoy going to the NBA game. But even my my, my hairs on my arm were standing at, at, the edge goosebumps because it was just like one of those moments where you're just like i used to read goosebumps ryan i used to watch how were they i mean uh they were they were good i mean for your fifth grade reading level they were a little before my time i was i was where were you born 96 where were you born 95 I was a big Hank the Cowdog guy in my. I loved Hank the Cowdog. Hell yeah! I used to love. That was like the first audio tapes I would like. My grandma would buy me those. I used to love those (laughs) books. Our elementary to like get us to read. They would like put point values on books. You need to take this like little test and hit certain points. I like ran up the score on Hank the Cowdog books. Like my teacher after one night. I don't know what Hank the Cowdog is. Oh my gosh! Do you read Madison? I do read. What do you read? Uh, right now I, well. I don't want anyone to judge me for reading this. I'm reading a book about the Holocaust, and it's actually oh, a diary. Oh, God damn. It's a- <laughs> wow. It just got I like, dark. I like reading, reading Night. Like I'm really sorry. No, no. I love Night. I've read that book five times. I own it. Oh, it's like, it's dark. fantastic. Now all the, the all black is starting to make sense. Yeah. yeah. Right. No, I'm reading a, it's a Holocaust book, and it's about um, a young Jewish girl, and she, like, kept a diary, and it got turned into a book. 
kind of cool. Anne Frank's diary? It's not Anne. No, no, no. It's not Anne Frank. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Guys, no. it's not Anne Frank. It's not Anne Frank. It's not Anne Frank. I'm it's sorry. Not, it's, it's like, not Madison, right. what you just described is... It, <laughs> I did actually just describe Anne Frank, but I'm not reading Anne <laughs> Wait, Frank. More, yeah, no. this, this girl, she's hiding in an attic. Is she in an attic? Yeah. She's I'm not in an attic. She was actually in the concentration she camp, in and she kept a diary. Oh, what? Was she in Austria, Anne Frank? And for, uh, I, threw oh, that, I threw that out there with yeah. too much confidence. I honestly don't know. She wasn't in Australia. That's where Connor Ayubi is. Connor, shout it's out Connor. Rip, rip is he on peace. fire? Honestly, yeah. he's yeah. probably <laughs> slaying the oh, fire wow. down there. Oh wow! Come on now. I'm gonna turn your mic off. Pra- prayers for the <laughs> prayers for the uh, uh, Australians that listen to this podcast. Thanks, Australia. Put out those damn fires. Hug the you koalas. You got this. Like, uh, but anyway. Yeah, I, we so, like totally got off the tracks there. I know Madison brought Reeling it down. With, back in. Madison brought it down with the extermination of six million Jews. And then, <laughs> I'm so and sorry. The, the you con- guys asked me what I was reading right now. That fire. is what I'm reading. Well, real quick before we get back to you know Twitter and back to Russ, I thought it was really interesting. Back in the uh, Rocket soccer room, both James Harden and PJ Tucker just kind of acknowledged that like this was obviously a huge night for Russ, and they're happy for him that he played well. But PJ Tucker, especially, I was able to ask him about matching the Thunder's energy. Obviously, the crowd was up for it. The team was up for it. And he was just like, yeah, you weren't going to match it tonight. That when the team comes out and plays like that from the jump, when the crowd's behind the team like this, he's like, on nights like this, it is what it is. And uh, obviously, on the second night of a back-to-back, they kind of got pushed a little in Atlanta last night. So um, they're just tired, but still a lot of credit to the Thunder defense. The Thunder defense played really well. They forced Houston into bad shots. And for as much as I was turning to Madison, as much as we poo-pooed on Terrence Ferguson <laughs> a few nights ago, a lot on he, was, Ferguson. he was excellent well, Sounds like you guys need to eat some salads then. Yeah. The yeah. Digestive <laughs> problems. Honestly, well, I think Terrence probably heard our podcast and said, screw you guys. Well, we did, we did say look, It didn't look like it was going to start that way. That dude got two fouls in about 20 seconds. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I was I, like, oh, this, this isn't going to be good. I was ready to fire up the Twitter 20 seconds into the game. But uh, then Schroeder came in and played really well on Harden. Uh, and then Yeah, when... I played well <laughs> And Aww. then when uh, Ferguson returned, it w- he kept it up. Everybody Harden talks was... about Russell, but no one talks about me. <laughs> it was my evening. Everybody recognized my greatness. Oh, there was one point. Um, Royce Young tweeted about this. Shout out, Royce. Um, he tweeted about this because, I mean, we couldn't see it really from Cloud City, but apparently Russell and Dennis had a little moment of spats on the court, and I said, yes, those are the two that are going to fight tonight. I love a good sports fight. Everyone knows that. Nah, no one fought. It was fine. Yeah. I'm actually glad no one fought because that would have probably put just like a total damper on this evening because it yeah. went very well. Yeah. Like it went so well. And Russell, like he was very respectful, even though he had just lost his game. Like he was so respectful. He acknowledged the crowd as he was walking out. Another like episode of deafening applause and like people were on their feet. Like people were so excited to see Russell Westbrook. And it was kind of funny because. Yeah, everything was, like, big, like, pro-Russell Westbrook before the game started. Thunder fans really did a great job, like, switching gears and supporting their team throughout the entirety of the game. Then as soon as, like, you know, the game was over and then, um, obviously, the Thunder won the game, uh, Russell was walking out and people were just, you know, giving him another round of applause. It was awesome. Yeah, it was it was pretty cool. I think we were all at the same spot, right? Yeah. Like, I saw Madison. You were yeah, there, too. Yeah, yeah. So we were all on that little walkway right behind the goal um, by the Thunder bench. And uh, we saw Russell like run up to uh, Clay Bennett mm-hmm. and give him a big hug. Uh, he, that was sweet. Um, he gave Billy Donovan a big hug. And then when he was walking off, I actually, for a split second, I thought he's not going to acknowledge the crowd because that's something normal human beings do. And, he's not- <laughs> and he hadn't really acknowledged the crowd 
after the game just yet, unless I just didn't see it. And then as he was walking off and the crowd just got so loud because he's walking across the entire court, he then like put throws his hand up in the air and then everybody gets to get one more like, thank you, Russell. And like it was I thought this this could have potentially been a very good showing and a very good evening for Oklahoma City just as a community. Um, everybody knows, like even with the jerseys that the Thunder were wearing tonight, the uh, commemoration of the 25th anniversary Beautiful. of the Oklahoma City bombing. Um, and they looked awesome in person. They like, looked so um, good. They look cool in pictures, but I like sometimes jerseys can look terrible in pictures. And, you know, uh, <laughs> tonight the jerseys looked awesome. Apparently, Steven Adams is like already asking, when are we going to wear these again? That's so cute. I tweeted about that. Um, I thought it was so great. <laughs> But then, uh, you know, Russell coming back and like, but also like I was a little worried that what happens if this is a tight game or the Rockets start to kind of pull away and the crowd finds themselves continuing to cheer for Russell because we've seen bad Kings teams come to Oklahoma City against good Thunder teams with Buddy Heald. And everyone's like, yeah. What was it? The first first time he came back, uh, Buddy Heald, he was like 0 for 4 and everyone was still like clapping and the Thunder were up like 15. And then he gets hot and starts making all these threes and then Billy Donovan has to call a rage timeout with the Thunder up 2 all of a sudden and the crowd is still cheering for Buddy Heald and it's like, guys, you're Thunder fans. Now, it went perfect tonight like bravo Oklahoma City bravo Thunder fans um, because as soon as the opening ceremonies were done it was the Thunder versus the Rockets yeah and even like Russell hit a three early on and it, like just kind of right in someone's face and the crowd didn't cheer they were just like yeah, oh the crowd they, was like, never mind wait you're not if on he, our team is anymore. he gonna start hitting those threes oh god like, oh god um, but no Danilo Gallinari was cooking early uh, Shagos Alexander got to the rim uh, Chris Paul Phenomenal game. Clutch. Just every Dennis Schroeder, like you guys already said, just really, really good and a really good showing for Oklahoma City. It was a perfect night for the city and for the state. Oh my gosh. Yeah. No, I thought it was so perfect because, okay, I don't, when was that? I don't remember how long ago it was when Paul was back. And that was a big deal. Obviously, didn't really get like a tribute video because he was only here for two seasons. Still a great guy. Like Oklahoma City fans loved him. Uh, but, you know, Mario, he, like, did a good announcement for Paul. A couple of pictures were shown. There was, like, a little slideshow. And people went crazy for Paul George. I knew it was going to be, like, that times 100 when Russell came back. And that's exactly what it was. So, yeah, like, I don't know. I kind of had these, like, weird mixed feelings about how people were going to react to Paul George. Okay, that was a great showing for Oklahoma City. It really made the organization and just the city look classy overall. But the way that they reacted to a guy like Russell Westbrook, I really thought that spoke volumes. Like, I just, I loved it. So, big shout out to people in Chesapeake tonight. Yeah, the word that I that comes to mind when I think back on the night is closure. Yeah. Because the line that a lot of people opposing fan bases have kind of thrown out on Twitter and Reddit and various places is things like, well, obviously Russ signed with Oklahoma City. It wasn't that he was picking Oklahoma City. It was a business decision. That mm-hmm. was where he could make the most money, lock into the Supermax contract. And he then, runs the franchise. Yeah, he and runs he the did. franchise. And obviously the three straight seasons of first round exits, everyone kind of live, left with a bitter taste in your mouth. And then Russ moves on to Houston. He he teams back up with James Harden. And now Thunder fans are going, oh, what could have been? This is the most efficient offense in the league with those two at the helm. But tonight you, you got to see, like Brady said, some genuine human emotion from Russ. And for the fans to just have one little moment uh, a whole five minutes before the game where they can have this raucous applause show their appreciation for us and then russ does his normal sprint to the corner 
gets to, you know, flap his arms around. And that kind of made me emotional. Yeah. And, and I don't really of, get emotional about Russell Westbrook, to be totally honest. But seeing that, I was like, whew. Well, and, and on top of that, he, he sprints over and he kind of gives the OKC fans one more, like, come on, let's go. And they rise to their feet one more time. I think that closure, you can finally close the book on the first era of Thunder basketball. Yeah. Russell Westbrook has come back. We've had this um, cathartic moment. Now, this is the team that's here now. Russ is not coming back this season unless it's in a playoff series, which obviously that'll be a completely different dynamic. So we can finally close the book on era number one of Thunder basketball and, and look forward with Chris Paul, SGA, and, and who all is going to end up being left here. I mean, hell, look at what those guys did tonight out on the court. Guys like Chris Paul just showing out. Guys like SGA becoming the future of this franchise. Oh, man, I think Thunder fans are in good hands right now. I don't think they need to worry about, you know, oh, they don't have Russell Westbrook anymore. No, you guys have... Chris Paul for now, you have SGA for a while, then you have very like good developing players in Darius Baisley and Terrence Ferguson. Like This is kind of exciting if you are a Thunder fan. So, I mean, it was great overall. I, I, there's not like too much to talk about with like the game in general because, honestly, like this is, this is the lead of the story right now. Like Russell Westbrook came back. It was, in, it was awesome. It was a good showing by Thunder fans. Lots of people. That was probably the most packed I've ever seen Chesapeake this season. And uh, it kind of felt like a playoff atmosphere. People were just crazy. They were excited. They were loud. And Russell even said in the post game that he still to this day thinks that Thunder fans are the best fans in the league. And, you know, I don't know how Rockets fans are reacting to that. Well, they're still. Like, no, they they're, they're fine. Up. They're they're fine. They're still on the way the, to the arena. Yeah, <laughs> they're say, they'd... still in traffic. Yeah. Come yeah. on! <laughs> Dang I'm it! I'm trying to watch her. Like, it's been five hours! I'm trying to get to the 96 finals! Ugh. The Don't a- move to Houston. Is the Astros playing tonight? Don't move to Houston. Uh, are they cheating still? Yeah, well, yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah, baseball. Yeah, well, I, didn't I don't watch baseball. Yeah, baseball. That much. And everyone just turned this damn show off. Now, um, <laughs> let, us, let us seamlessly segue into the other story of the evening oh my god oh my god kevin log the fuck off twitter man get off twitter dude i had x amount of people tell me like or or, like say things around me like up until the game like oh i bet i wonder how kevin durant's gonna like think about this and i'm thinking like he doesn't give a shit he doesn't care he doesn't care because I give him the benefit of the doubt. He continuously proves me wrong with that benefit of the doubt, and he did it again tonight. Now, Kendrick Perkins did his best to provoke Kevin Durant. He talked about him openly on television, apparently, because he tweeted about it, and then he added Kevin Durant. Yeah. And so, like, as much as I want to say, like, log off, I-, I don't blame Kevin Durant for his first reply. His first reply was kind of funny. Like, yeah, yeah and our starting center a- averaged like two and three or whatever. And it's like, well, yeah, that, that is true. And then Kendrick Perkins just let the punches fly. I mean, what did, what did he say? Did anybody have the, the tweets pulled there, up? I'm going to pull them up right now. Yeah. These are so good. Yeah, and and Ke- Perk and KD just went back and forth with Perk, like just saying like things that Thunder fans and NBA fans have been saying about Kevin Durant for the last three or four years. And it was just... It, it was surreal that it was going on during this incredible moment for Oklahoma City basketball for Russell Westbrook. Like, of course, Kevin Durant would would make like Bleacher Report headlines on this evening. Of course, and he of would. course, it did. All right, you, you want you want the entire exchange? Yeah, yeah, because I'm having. So it also wait wait wait, wait. let's make this fun. Madison, you're Kevin Durant. 
Ryan, you're Kendrick Perkins, so get, okay, get, hang on, yeah. hang tight. I gotta find all. Well, this. here, don't worry. I'll be Mark uh, Diamico, Mark Diamico with a C, while because uh, the K- Katie hopped in late into this thread. So Perk starts it off in about thirty minutes. I'm gonna give my opinion on Sports Center on why I believe that Russell Westbrook is the best player to have ever put on a Oklahoma City Thunder jersey. He is Mr. Thunder, and then uh, Mark Diamico. Diamico, he put together the best career within that organization, but he's definitely not the best player to have ever put on a jersey for them. Come on, Perk. Perk replies, hey, Kevin left the door open, and Russ walked back in, to which Mark replied, I think Russ walked into the door called second out of the playoffs three straight times. Perk then replied with, KD lost in the second round without Russ when I was there. So what does that mean? Yeah, and our starting center at Kendrick Perkins averaged a whopping two and three during that series. You played hard, though, champ. LOL. Don't forget that that, that you played hard. That's the letter U. That, and then, yeah. And then Kendrick, oh boy, stop. You did the weakest move in NBA history. Up on a team 3-1 in the Western Conference Finals and then go join them the following season. Heart of a champion right there. Let's, oh, let's my. let's see how you can how you can replicate this sloth gif here. Yeah. It's basically a sloth yawning. Like good one, Katie. And then he actually tweeted back and said, "Week is starting at center, playing real minutes with no production. Should have worked on your skills as much as I did." Well, this this is after we thought they had kissed and made up. Yeah, I thought they were friends because he did that like well, shaking Ken- hands. Emoji. Well, yeah. So they, Kendrick was like some, fact but- on the averages and fact on the chant part two, and KD did the handshake oh, yeah, emoji, yeah. and then he went back in. And then he was like, "No, I'm not done." Oh man, he's like, "Hold up, hold up! I just tabbed over on Basketball Reference." Yes, and then Kendrick Perkins goes, "That's fine. You worked that hard and still had to go join a th- or a seven seventy three and nine team. Truth be told, you don't even feel like a real champ. You have hard time sleeping at night, huh? Knowing you took the crowd or the coward way out. This is just phenomenal. Like, this is amazing Twitter content. This is soap opera. This is like and people, of course, are just tweeting like popcorn buckets. This it's it's this it's silly. It's so silly. Um, again, like." <laughs> I have no doubt one of these people, and probably Kendrick, because he's the one who consistently has a platform of being on television for ESPN. I'm sure one of them is going to be like, "Oh no, me and Katie are, do- are are still boys," or oh, "No, oh me, me and Perk are still boys." Like, yeah, but like Get putting on. that out there and saying it, I-, I think outside of Stephen A. Smith, I I can't think of anybody else with a big public platform saying. Like you, you ring chased on a seventy three and nine team. <laughs> I, I don't recall anyone saying that publicly. That wasn't a fan or yeah. a low level media person. Yeah. Like only I can only think of Stephen A. Smith and now Kendrick Perkins. And Kendrick Perkins said it directly to his Twitter face. Well, I love it. How high do we rank Stugatz on the on the uh, tiers of media? Stugatz, remind me. He well, is he is the uh, sidekick on the Dan Levitard show. Oh, uh, n- nah. Stu nah. Stugatz, owner of his own personal record book, has been off the KD train for a while. But he's the only, and he's basically like a a caricature of media. And so those are the only types of people, him and Stephen A. Smith, that are coming out and saying this. And Perk's just like, screw y'all, I'm going in. But the audacity by Kevin Durant to stretch out his Twitter fingers on on this night, you you know. Guess I guess those Achilles now, injuries. He's just he's just laying around doing nothing. He's again, like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. Like he did not jump on this. He did not jump onto Twitter to get in a fight because he wanted to make things about himself. 
on Russell Westbrook's night on Oklahoma City's night, he was simply answering Kendrick Perkins, adding him or like dogging him on TV. So I under like that's fine. Like Kevin Durant doing that, that's fine because at first I thought this is going to be just kind of a side gig, little entertaining thing to keep track of, and then it just devolved into what it became. So um, yeah, Katie. I love uh, it. Log off or get on one of those burners. I love the pettiness of the NBA sometimes. I think it's glorious, y'all. It's, yeah, really it's glorious. almost better it's almost better than the basketball at some points, which is like I feel dirty saying that because we have such a great product to watch, but at some points like the drama and some of the weird stuff, like last year or two years ago, the uh, J.R. Smith soup incident. That's what I took that away from so that season. Freaking funny. Yeah, and like I wasn't even there. There's Dude, no there's video soup at people. No video that and now, exists. And that's what I took away from the NBA season. And now the I guess the incident this season is the the uh, phonetic difference between the words thugs and slugs. <gasps> I, that was I, so juicy. How do, how do you even for like accidentally say the wrong word? Like, I'm so now, sorry. Now you guys. can accidentally say like fuck, like like oh the uh <laughs> I mean uh you know I say it like all we're the time. on the radio. I, I'm deathly afraid of like accidentally saying a cuss word. Yeah. But thankfully thus far in like two years of working here, I haven't almost accidentally said. A bad word. No. How do you accidentally say thugs and not slug or slugs and not thug or I don't know. I don't know what he's trying to do. Especially when one of he's them is a terrible ass. racist connotation attached to it. That's bad. I'm just really sad because I had every intention of coming into the night. I thought that it was either going to be a blowout one way or the other. The game was too emotional for it to be I thought so too. Yeah. To, for it to be a close game. So I'm just really sad that I, I got caught up in the moment because I had full intention of coming into this evening and typing out insert team that's getting blown out here looking like a bunch of slugs out there oh. but, uh, oh. but uh unfortunately got caught up in the moment got uh got sent to get some popcorn and water for oh, that the, about right. for the tv crew thanks jerry thanks, um jerry. so uh, kind of got thrown off my game there but uh yeah no just just um, got a any love. anything basketball wise before we get to the final segment anything basketball wise i mean chris paul like we Phenomenal game. Denil Gallinari, best player on the floor in the first half, in my opinion. Hell yeah. Maybe him or Russell Westbrook. Um, SGA continues 20 points, I believe, tonight. Um, Dennis Schroeder, oh, good game. You good. Know. Like, yeah. it was just a complete and utter team effort, and they dominated. They dominated every quarter. They dominated every minute. Every every uh, lineup that was on the floor, like, it was just thunder all the way. So, there's, I mean... If you've watched the game, if you follow the game, you have your take, so you don't necessarily need to hear us regurgitate it. Basically, I just want to get to the final segment, and this is going to be something that I, um, that we, excuse me, will be doing on the show. Madison likes The Bachelor. I love The Bachelor. And Madison's a talented person. I want her to spread her wings a little bit more and showcase just how talented she is and just, like, what she's into. And also, I kind of want to get into The Bachelor just because everybody's into it. And when people tweet about it, I, f I have the FOMO. And so, Madison, I want you to break down the first okay. episode of The Bachelor. I will gladly. And Ryan, feel free to jump in on this because I know. Oh, yeah. Ryan watches it, too. Yeah, I know that you watch this also. So here we go. So uh, Peter is The Bachelor this season. Who, I'm like, super excited about and it. who is he? He is a pilot. He was on Hannah Brown's season. Hannah Brown is an idiot and got rid of him. <laughs> And he is an attractive man from California. He flies planes, and I love him. So anyway, he is, is, is he the, tall? Yeah, he's tall. He's cute. He's real cute. Mm. He is The Bachelor, and I am pretty pumped about it. So he welcomed in, what, like 30 yeah, women I think it was on 30. the first night? God, that um, sounds like my Tuesday. 
Yeah, it does sound like Tuesday. Oh, 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 yeah. So, welcome to N30 Women. They were all pretty. And uh, he <laughs> Mass sent... is like, skank. Hold, hold up really Freaking quickly. Hose. So, this, you say I watched The Bachelor. This is my first season coming in. Don't I... clarify you watched The no, Bachelor. No, 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 no. <laughs> so, so this was an exciting, this opening sequence where basically the women have like two minutes to like leave an impression on him before they oh, just like so go into the house. So awkward. So, some of them came in with like literal like airplane stuff. Some of them came in as stewardesses. But one woman came in hot. Victoria, whatever her name is. There's the two one, Victorias. The one that was she whiny. Got a secret? The, whiny? the brunette. The brunette one. Not, oh, not the, the gyroscope one, one. Yeah, the one that's awkward. Yeah, that's the whiny. one that she literally said, I have a dry sense of humor and I'm socially awkward. And Li- I was like, wow. No, her pickup line wasn't just that, though. She is socially awkward. Her pickup line is, I have a dry sense of humor, but that's the only thing about me right now that's dry. <laughs> <laughs> Coming in strong. Oh, yes. God, yes. I Take her home to mom, man. <laughs> also, there, there was one chick that came in, apparently last season, there's a instant in question where Peter and Hannah Brown went to a windmill and did the dirty they four times. They did the times dirty four times in, in one windmill. night. So one, sh- one oh, chick Not six, in. not yeah. seven. <laughs> four. So one chick came in with the like windmill. Like, yeah, and I hated like, that girl. She literally came in dressed up like a windmill. Yeah, on her back. And I'm just like, these chicks trying to... uh, Trying so hard. Yeah, I got to say, if some woman says that to me and I, A, don't know her that well, B, I'm not drunk, and C, we are not dating, I'm like, I bet what? So, like, in practice, like, yeah, in theory, it sounds like a great idea. And in practice, like, what what are we doing here? So, uh, Madison, please continue. So, basically, long story short, they had at least four flight attendants... Yeah, ABC, I'm on to you. I know what you're doing. You're not funny. And they had four flight attendants. Guess what? I'm pretty sure like three out of the four or all four went home on the first night. Like he sent their asses home. He was not into them. And that's like LOL. Well, you, you don't. He he he's a pilot. You don't dip your pin in the company. Yeah, that's very yeah, true. That's just that's, that's very he, he's true. smart. He's a smart man. So also he took uh, the contestant Madison. Mm, I love when he that, says my name. Look at her name. face. She's smiling. I look love it because he says my name. Can you hear? <laughs> can you hear that it's spelled incorrectly though? When he yes, says I it? can because okay. he doesn't say it's it not right. pronounced correctly. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't say it right. Same, um, there's a special way that you say my name. <laughs> and so he took her to this like very intimate uh, ceremony where his parents were renewing their vows, and his entire family was there. And I'm like. You guys don't even know this girl, and you're involving her in a very serious family matter. And I thought that was just, like, a step too far, ABC. (laughs) And then they had a group date where they made them, like, legit become, like, flight pilots. Go to flight school or whatever. Yeah, they went to flight school. They had to take, like, tests over, like, Only one chick knew how many feet were in a mile. Yeah, and that's because she was Peter's partner. Man, she ain't never seen uh, Remember the Titans. How, how many feet are in a mile? That's 5,280 feet. You will run every single one of them. Well, so shoot, you don't fumble my football. Remember the Titans. I, I had, love that movie. I had watched Remember the Titans for the first time the night before. What? Yeah. Well, I weird, mean, you, you were born in 96. Yeah, weird okay. sidebar. But yeah, oh that was the first gosh. thing that I thought, too, Titans. was. Well, no one's as weird as Ryan. But honestly, <laughs> Fair. wrapping all of this up, The Bachelor, it was a... Very corny. And then Hannah Brown shows up at the end. And I'm pissed about this. Hannah Brown shows up at the end. And she's like, Peter, I made a mistake. Like, I shouldn't have let you go during my season. And I I messed up. And I'm like, girl, you're just pissed because you're alone now. And your dipshit of an ex-boyfriend that you picked at the end is now dating some other girl. Tyler's out dating the entire Hollywood. Like, he's dating the Jenners and uh, 
Gigi Hadid and like all these celebrities now because he's like hot shit. And then Peter's the bachelor. So like, girlfriend, you're left with nobody. So you're just really angry. And so she comes in and she just like starts messing everything up and she's crying and has mascara running down her face. She's being mean to Peter and she's being a bitch. And so, Mm -hmm. yeah, long story short, not impressed with the three hour uh, season premiere of The Bachelor because I thought it was incredibly corny. But I'm also very addicted and hooked, and I cannot wait until next Monday. Oh, wow. Thank sounds you for coming to my TED Talk. Sounds like you're uh, addicted to drugs there. I just really like The Bachelor. Well, do you have, like, a hot take? Do you have, a uh, like, a season prediction? Yeah, I think Hannah Ann's going to win. She's super cute. She's that short little cheerleader girl. She came like, in strong night one. And she's one. really smart, too. And, she- like... Okay, so the girls got, like, mad at her, and this one girl, like, confronted her about it and tried to, like, start this fight with her. And Hannah Ann was like, I'm sorry. No, you're right. Like, I don't want to start any drama. I'm here for Peter. Like, I apologize, and that's it. So I was like, girl, you are so mature. Finally, someone mature on the show. Everyone gets their, like, one-on-one time with Peter. She came in and interrupted not once, but twice, which is a big no-no. And this poor girl, Shion, she got interrupted on night one with Hannah Ann. And then after the group date, Kelly, I think Kelly's her name, had like won the yeah. had won the group date and got like this like sunset flight or whatever. Oh, and yeah. they were it, she had actually met Peter before the season at the hotel that they were at. Yeah. And so after her one on one time, she like came in. She's like, "Hey, I'm really sorry, but this is like a really special place to us. So I kind of want to talk to him again." So Shion got swooped in on not once but twice. Bad look for Shion. I can't wait to see her. Pretty just... sure did she go home? No, not oh, yet. I want to see her crash and burn so bad because she's just whiny and bitchy, and I hate her. Yeah, she but is. I do feel a little bad for her. I do too. She was a little hard done by. It sounds like that's we, the Bachelor. We, it sounds like we need to add a Bachelor recap podcast to the franchise podcast network with you I two really and uh, feel like Christine. We could talk about Is it that why you like... watch it? Well, yeah, kind of. It, it had been a really long day, and Christine and I had both. <laughs> it had been a long day. You well, sound like you're in prison. I just really well, wanted please to watch send the help. Bachelor. I, I was. There were there were soap bars inside pillowcases yeah. that day. Um, but we had both been seeing a bunch of like videos and stuff on Twitter and our, we came into it being like, Hey, do you just want to like pour, pour out a drink, relax and just roast these chicks? And by the end of the three hour premiere, we're like, so I need to apologize to Madison for making fun of her and we're going to kick off a group chat and and it'll be appointment watching on Mondays from here on out. So I've been converted. We're going to start a group chat and we're just going to like unleash our feelings. Watch parties. Are we doing watch parties? Watch parties. We might. We Mm. might. All right. You never know. All right. Well, let's wrap this thing up like a Jimmy hat. Um, Thunder win. Madison, you drove. You you wrap it up. like. Okay, yeah. I'll wrap it up. So, yeah, what Brady said. The Thunder won tonight, and it was actually it was last night because it's almost 1 o'clock in the freaking morning. Oh, God. Uh, the Thunder is. won, and they beat the Houston Rockets 113-92. to uh, What are they now, like 22-16 and 16 in the season? Good yeah. for them, playing some good basketball, and they're going to be back in action in Chesapeake Energy Arena against LeBron James and the Lakers on Saturday. So that'll be really exciting. Splendid. And uh, we'll all be there. So we will see you guys then, and thank you so much for listening to our OKC82 podcast slash Bachelor podcast. See ya. Bye.